Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. It is The Edge. Jono, Ben and Sharon. Of course, uh, uh, pop star Pink is in the country. Played her first gig in Dunedin over the weekend. And then I think she's in Auckland for about the next nine weeks doing gigs or something. <laughs> she's going to be doing her first Auckland show tomorrow night at Spark Arena. And they've been saying go down a little bit earlier uh, just so you can get through security and stuff. But Pink should be on stage around 8.35. So if you're there by 8.35, I think it's probably more like 9 o'clock. Looks but like they... an amazing show. Oh, it's... She is one of the best performers, if not the best, that you'll ever see. Like but there's so many tricks. And yeah. all sorts. You would never see anyone do anything like it, not even Beyonce. I once saw, I heard Ben did a Michael Jackson performance in his school and he lit the gym on fire. Yeah. Would oh. it be better than that? It'll definitely <laughs> be better than that. Literally lit it on fire. It was, it was lit. hot fire. It'll it was lit. Definitely <laughs> better than that. Okay, right, so we're just going to be doing a bit of community service uh, here, guys. Mm-hmm. Not court appointed. No, but you've done that. <laughs> I've done that, yeah. Yeah, let's not go back so there. So naughty. <laughs> so Rose got in touch with the show over the weekend. She did. She joins us on the phone right now. Rose, welcome. Thank you very much. Good nice to have you on. Tell us, tell us your, your plight. Well, um, so I've been a Pink fan for years, as I have been following Kerry Hart as well. Hot. Um, now on the weekend, I was absolutely beside myself to actually meet Kerry down <gasps> at Timaru. Because he went to a, uh, a race motocross in Timaru. This is Pink's partner, yeah, yeah. Spent the weekend yep. there. Yeah, man, it was absolutely epic. So he was racing. Um, so I, I heard about that, and so I shot down there, and luckily managed to meet him, got him to autograph my chest, and said to him, hey, man, I'm going to get this tattoo. Does that sweet? And he was like, hell yeah. So <laughs> yes, that's awesome. Into it. Yeah, yeah. So straight down to a local tattoo shop, I uh, got that tattooed on, uh, which was awesome. And so I kind of thought, well, hey, I've loved pink since I was 18 years old. She's an absolute legend. How cool would it be to get the other side done so I can have her tatted on my chest next to Kerry? Uh, oh, it just blows my mind. That so would be wanna, so mm. awesome if we could somehow... Like, I, I get don't, both of your breasts signed. Well, it would I be amazing. Because it's the only time, while she's in New Zealand right now, this is the only time that Rose could get the matching set done. Otherwise, she's going to have to wait until if Pink comes back mm. another time and then if try that time. Back. Yeah, yeah, if she comes back. So we want to get your right bosom signed. Oh, I get the left one. Left one. So that's the empty one at the moment. Okay. We need to track Pink down and get her to scribble on there. That would be amazing. Would be amazing. Okay. Yeah. 0800 this is The Edge. Charitable. Charity at its <laughs> finest. 0800 The Edge will text us to 3343. We need to track Pink down. Have you seen her? Where was she? And if anyone sees her, tell her to call us so that we can try and match her up with Rose. Because there's, there's a lonely chest waiting to be signed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell her the story. Tell us, go oh, carry heart on one, you know, yeah, one yeah. side, you know. Oh, this would be amazing. We have to make this happen. because And also, Pink's got lots of tattoos as well, so she would she would hopefully be into the idea. What if she tattooed it on there? Or is that going too far? Oh, That's mate. probably going oh, too far. Mate. I think oh, he can tattoo, but not her. Okay. All right. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Sorry. I went a bit too far. <laughs> so whereabouts are you based? Um, I'm down in Timaru at the moment, but I'm actually coming up to one of her Auckland concerts. I've already seen her in Dunedin, and I was like, hell yeah, I've got to get to Auckland, man. This is amazing. She's so unreal live, eh? so. Okay, well, we have to we have to try and figure this out. So, well, I don't know how we're going to do it, but let's just try and track Pink down. Maybe we could all tweet her as oh, well. that'd be awesome. Twitter bomb her. Yeah. 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 Definitely. We, we should have thought this through before we did this phone <laughs> Listen, chat. I don't have any other options. We will get that thing signed if it's the last thing we do. If don't not, make promises don't you can't keep. If not, low rent TV presenter Ben Boyce will sign it. Yes. <laughs> you don't. You don't want that. Believe you me, you don't want that. Okay. Well, okay. You've really taken a big step backwards if that's the case. Okay. Leave it with us, Rose. We're going to try and track down Pink. Oh, 0800 the Edge. Have you seen Pink? Do you know where she is? We need to get in touch with her.
Shit, they seem bloody just so down to earth, don't yeah. they? Lovely people. Oh. I've never met them. They feel like they're talking. This is. I had a dream about them. Don't Did you? you? Yeah. Because I was like, yesterday I was watching this, I was like, geez, they seem like really relatable people, people that you'd want to be friends with. Mm. Then so in my dream, they come to my house for a barbecue. They probably would be the sort of people that would go to your yeah. house for a barbecue. And I had cooked a wonderful barbecue. And they were like, hey, we should we just stay the night? And I was like, yeah, of course. And the most stressful part of my dream was trying to put the fitted sheet on the spare bed oh, <laughs> for no. Pink and Carrie Hart. Because I was like, this bed needs to be perfect for this. <laughs> and I just couldn't get the thing over. It wasn't big well, enough for the bed. It's state if you had such a big guest at your house. I it's, mean, yeah. it's crazy too because usually your dreams are more a uh, more interesting version of your life. But yours is... <laughs> yours I, was, is I just could not get that fitted sheet on for Pink and Carrie Hart. Oh, well, it turns out uh, they have been around. They're not at Jono's house having a barbecue and risking salmonella. Did you give them the best sheets because you know, her pink hair dye can sometimes you know, she yeah. hasn't had pink hair for like <laughs> 10 years. <Ben. laughs> she might have had it in the dream. <laughs> oh you don't want to use your best sheets on that, do you? <laughs> Runs causes money. You have to nappy Santa for three days. For Nightmare. Sake. Okay, well, we're going to go to somebody who did actually get to see pink in the flesh. Christy is on 0800 The Edge. <laughs> Christy, pink and Carrie Hart were in your cafe. They were indeed. Yeah, we were lucky for, to have them um, grace their presence and have some lunch at Standard Kitchen. Oh. WTF. That now is, that stands oh, no. for. Don't say what it stands for. Please don't say what it stands for. No. <laughs> so, Chrissy, what, what happened? Like, they just came into your your restaurant. Well, what is it? What is it called? You're, well, we had up the Standard Kitchen, and, and um, basically, one of their security detail came in and. Quite a you know, nice looking guy, had a wee chat, he, and I said, Oh, you're not from around here. And he goes, No, no, I'm not. I'm from Sydney. I'm actually Pink Star Security. I said, Oh, fantastic. I said, um, You know, what else can I get you? And he goes, Oh, look, I've just been to the kids. And then we're um, we're heading off. So I was like, Cool. And he um, had some brickie. And then um, he obviously was sort of scoping out the place too, because we've got kind of like a downstairs area, which is quite private and there's no windows. Oh. So, yeah. So once. Um, Sort of a couple of hours later, it was about half past one, um, a big black car rocked up and we're like, oh, this is a bit interesting. And um, yeah, they jumped out and came into the restaurant and um, super normal. You would think they're like any other family, like really, really lovely and um, took took the orders and they just popped downstairs and yeah, just with Willow and we're just having a nice casual family lunch. And, and she even posted her a photo afterwards I saw as well. She had like a photo with you guys. Yeah, so my um, husband, uh, Tom, he um, got a photo with her and she was really lovely about it. Just said, yeah, sure, no problem. And um, and then, then I went over to another wee shop and a little, like, a $2 shop and then jumped on there in their um, plane and took off. See, I, so, see yeah. I, I always think about this sort of thing. If Pink comes into your restaurant, she orders her food, they have a good time, do you make them pay or are you like, nah, don't worry about it, we love you? <laughs> oh, look. They did pay, you know, like they were just, they didn't expect not to. Um, yeah, we just put the order through and, and out came their wallets and we're like, you know. Yeah, did they have a nightmare amazing. swiping their EFPOS card the right way? I've never <laughs> nailed that. Never once. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, no, that was super nice. Super well, that's nice. a great story because we've got a lady yeah. that we're trying to do some good community work for. She got her uh, right bosom signed by Kerry Hart. She wants to get her left one signed by Pink. We're trying to hunt her down. <laughs> so she was at your cafe, but no longer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know her. No, she's <laughs> gone. Okay, well, Christy, thank you so much for the intel. We very much appreciate it. No problem. And, what did she oh, eat? and the concert was fantastic. Oh, you went to the great. concert too? Yeah, what did she eat? Um, 
She had a flatbread, a chicken and pineapple salsa flatbread. Ooh. And, um, and Carrie had a teriyaki bowl. Um, and, yeah, a cup of coffees and a glass of shardy. And, yeah, they were happy. Oh, yes, I love it. Flatbreads. It sounds good. Well, thanks so much, Christy. Good luck. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Have a good afternoon. You too. Bye. Oh, so jealous. Oh, well, hopefully, if you have seen Pink or you can get us in touch with her, 3343 on the text. Jono, Ben, and Sharon. The Edge. So, my my dad, Kevin Boyce, um, we've we've had him many times on this radio show. I love Kevin. I tell you what I love about Kevin. He can talk to anyone. He's a good talker. He's a great talker. He loves talking. Like, you talk to Kevin, if you don't even know him, he will delve deep into your family history and try and figure out if he knows someone from your home. He'll he'll find a connection, eh? Mm. He'll find a connection. Every time. Um, But one thing I've noticed uh, he does regularly when I call him is um, he'll be with people or hanging out with people and he'll be like, oh, I'm just with such and such. You're like, oh, that's great. And he'll I'll put you on. And he hands the phone over to the people he's with. Now, they don't want to talk to me. And I, to be honest, don't really want to talk to them. (laughs) Just being honest. the first time I've heard on a Stephen yeah, no, what a sad like, guy, yeah. Ben. This is Gary from down the road. You're like, I don't know Gary. Hey. Gary doesn't know me. What are we going to talk to Gary about? Well, Gary could be another viewer of the telly show, Ben. <laughs> well, God. Then, so then I have to end up talking to Gary small time. How's things been with you, mate? <laughs> Back and forth. <laughs> so I thought we'd do a wee experiment. I'll give Dad a call right now and um, see if he uh, hands me on to someone else. Good afternoon, Kevin Boyce speaking. Kevin Boyce, how you doing? It's Ben Boyce, Benjamin Ross Boyce, as you name me. How's it going? <laughs> Jolly good, thank you very much. It's a, a, and a great name. I, I just actually was uh, going to give this to another radio station, but uh, I've got breaking news for you. Oh, God, are you coming? Please don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Um, well, are you prepared to receive it now, or would you like to? You, well, you're both standing to attention. Well, there's three of us, but anyway. <laughs> so, uh, I'm yeah, stop forgetting about me, you raving sexist. <laughs> oh, yeah. G'day, how are you, Sheriff? <laughs> good, yeah. thanks, Kev. Good, thanks, Kev. Good, thanks, good Kev. to have a bit of quality back to the show. <laughs> I, yeah, I bet, I bet. Yeah, okay, so yeah. what's the thing? Do you, do you, okay. do you joke? Or was something you wanted to do? No, 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 this is... OK, the Wallabies rugby practice was delayed nearly two hours today after a player reported finding an unknown white powdery substance on the practice field. After a complete analysis... Was it the try line? Yeah, well, you heard it, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the white did you just ruin this game? <laughs> Unlikely because they'd interrupted the story. Well, I'm surprised because yeah. normally when I talk to Daddy, he hands me on to someone else. I was telling you that, but today you just wanted to, um, to tell us a joke. Oh, just a minute, anyway, I've got to hand, hand things over to someone else anyway because, oh. but, um, you know, I, I get sick of talking to you people. Oh, Thanks okay. a lot. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay, bye. Bye. Hey, good to be here, guys. Good to be here. It's Guy Williams here. How's it going? Hang up on him. Hang up on him. Why is Guy Williams hanging out with your dad, mate? Why are you hanging out with my... Anyway, what? He told them that quality joke. (laughs) He's been been telling me good yarns about your sex dungeon, mate. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's... Have you been in there, Guy? What did it look like? That's where Guy is now. I was in there, bro. He had, like, three sex robots hanging on the wall. It was weird. I want to have your babies, bam, boys. That's amazing. Hey, good chat, buddy. You have a good day. You enjoy hanging out with my dad. It's like my national tour. Oh, when is it? <laughs> Coming up soon. Okay, yeah. thank you. We're wrapping it up. a great joke about the Australian record. <laughs> <laughs> it was cancelled because there was some white powder on the field. Hey, guy, guy. White powder on the field. Hey, guy, I've got it. White powder was the dry line. Do you want to hear my joke, guy? 
Yeah, I want to hear what you're asking, please. <laughs> you never want to lead in like that, do you? <laughs> what does a track sound like when it reverses? What is, I don't know, what does it sound like? Hang on, no way. Did you I, hang up on him? Yeah, yeah good <laughs> job, good <laughs> job. Solid, solid. Oh, nice. Yeah. I didn't hang up on him the first time. Right now, all he's hearing is do, do, do. That's a good gig. That's yeah. really good. Are you still there, Kev? <laughs> Got to get away because... Uh, all right, wrap him up, wrap him up. Hey, Kev, you want to hear a joke? Yes, I do. What does a track sound like when it reverses? Watch, yeah. <laughs> oh, God, oh, she hung up on him. Kev's going, dude, dude. He's appreciating that now. I got him. Oh, God, I don't know why we just did that, Ben. I don't know what that was either. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Okay, so my friend rings you on Saturday morning, full panic. By the end of it, we're having a laugh because I found the funny side. Friday night, she has work drinks. Mm. Work drinks are underway. She has a few too many Chardonnays, goes up to her boss and says... You're quite hot for a boss. Oh, she's gone in straight with the boss. Wow. Okay. Then, no, this is the best bit. I had to try so hard not to laugh when she said it to me. Where's she in the power rankings of the corporate ladder? She's just, you know, like she's not up very high. Right, okay. okay. <laughs> okay but she's not junior. She'd be like middle. Okay. So this is so still a risky she move. So she says to her boss, you're quite hot. And he's like, thank you. And she goes. I mean, no one's going to be offended. If no. someone comes up to you and says you're quite hot, you're not going to take that badly. So she followed up with, you can sexually harass me anytime. Oh, no. <laughs> Quote to her boss. Oh, no. And the I was, open I invitation her, is I was like, oh, no. if you're going to say that, don't say it like that because that's actually a serious problem. Yeah, it is a serious problem. The night progresses. The but boss, they're in the workplace, so she's using the terminology, I guess. Yeah, so the light goes on. There's a few tequila shots involved. And then she ends up hooking up with her boss. Oh, no. Just... Now, they, up both of these people are single, right? Yeah. They're both, I think so. Yeah, it's she's not like definitely single. cheating on anyone. No, right, she's no. definitely single. So she hooks up with her boss. And I'm like, what a terrible idea. Your boss. Like, I couldn't... Yuck. I know. No, you, you can't... We're good. The Ryan's listening to this No, right I don't now. mean like yuck because it's Ryan, but I just mean like that's the person you're doing your pay reviews with. Mm. It's just awkward. Like you do, it's a no-go. You, you don't go there. The unsavory things I've had to do get, to get an extra week's annual leave. She's over. <laughs> do you get an extra week's annual leave? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked hard for a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but, see, my thing was like, oh, like what are you going to do on Monday? I texted her because I was like, come on the show. We'll voice disguise you. Tell the story. She said no. She's like, no way. I was like, how's work on Monday? And she said, it's fine, it's normal, but it's just a little bit more flirty. So instead of it being like, good morning. Oh, so morning, there's no regret there. No, so she's like, good morning. And he's like, good morning. And he just kind of talks to her differently now. So does, it, does, he, does she want to pursue this? Well, she doesn't know because she's like, what what happens afterwards? Like, Because uh, she didn't fully like yeah, right. sleep with him, yeah, a, but yeah. there was a lot of like, and ha ha ha. Mm-hmm. Hands. Lots of hands. Lots of hands. But hands on. He's a hands, hands on everywhere. boss. Hands everywhere. Hands up there. Hands down there. Hands around there. And they're everywhere. But no, like. Yeah, stuff. right. Yeah. Right. So, my question is Have you slept with the boss? If you did, what happened afterwards? Now, How is this something you, yeah, like, should we recommend it for your friend? Is it something that could be? Yeah, because well? I said to her, I was like, cut it out. I was like, you can't. You can't do that. Unless you can end up marrying him. You can't just be hooking up with them. You know, Jen was my boss. 
My wife. Yeah, but yeah. you end up marrying her. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's still getting performance reviews <laughs> <laughs> every <laughs> six months. Still she getting a... Applying for annual leave. <laughs> still getting a bit of a... Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> My but, contract runs out at the end of this year, guys. Hopefully, I'm hoping you resign. You get up your game. Well, yeah, I, hear, I hear things are good for the contract next year for Jen, actually. She might be getting rid of you. <laughs> I don't know if anyone will actually admit to this. You so don't have to say names and stuff, we too. We can voice disguise you if you need it, but yeah. 0800 The Edge, have you ever slept with your boss? And or if so, up with your boss. Or hooked up with yeah. him. What happened afterwards? Sarah, tell us your story. Uh, so I used to work at the, for this company and my sister used to work there too before she left. And the boss I ended up, me and him had a bit of a friends with benefits going on. And then that all finished up and now he's married to my sister. Oh, what? Wow. What? Did your sister know? Yes. And she doesn't. Oh, I could not marry someone that my sister had hooked up with. Do you? Do you get? Do you feel like you get some advantages that come along with sleeping with a boss? No, not at all. There wasn't. It was purely no. employee, employer. <laughs> yeah. Apart from the fellatio in the middle. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you. Please never say that word on the radio again. <laughs> this story is so juicy that we've had to call her Person X. Now, Person X. You've slept with a boss, but it wasn't your boss. Tell us the juicy, juicy story. Um, well, it was my husband's boss. You slept with your husband's boss? Amazing. So did your husband know that you were going to be sleeping with his boss? No. No, I told him that I was going out with a bunch of friends one night and ended up going out with his boss instead. Also, it wasn't just an accidental meeting. You had planned this. Yep. So does does he know now? Nope. Oh, my God. Okay, so did it happen... Oh, my God. Did it just happen one time? Nope. How many times has this happened? Uh, About four or five. So are you still sleeping with your husband's boss? Sorry, what was that? Are you still sleeping with your husband's boss now? No, no, not anymore. Okay, so the second part of the story is what? Uh, He ended up getting a big promotion at work. He got a big promotion at work whilst his wife was sleeping with the boss he didn't know. Did you tell the boss he had to promote your husband? No, no, he did that on his own, but I think he felt kind of sick because he was um, sleeping with me while he was... You're no kidding. That is, this is insane. This is ama- I feel like I'm in Ferndale. I'm in Summer Bay <laughs> so all at the same time. Why did you guys call it quits? Well, the obvious reason, but who called it quits? Um, I did. Uh, that was after he decided that he wanted to separate from his wife because of me, and so I wasn't interested in anything more than what was going on, so I just left it. This is Scandalous. I just, it's a big lover of reality shows. This is just blowing my mind right so now. Has, he's, he's left his partner. Oh, uh, no, they're back together now. Oh, they're back together uh, now. So it's kind of all's well that ends, ends well. well. Did the wife ever find out about you? Oh, I hope not. Jeez. Do you think that you'll ever admit it to your husband? No. That's crazy. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Um, Wow, we! If that's how you get promoted, I need to get Bryce in the boss's <laughs> office. 
get him doing, get him to work. work get out, out a nice little time out with him and Ryan. Yeah, can go out together. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna leave you two to have a candle at dinner. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> here's some Looking spaghetti. Looking forward to that rise. Sharon's like, I'll see you tomorrow with my new breakfast show. Oh yeah. Hey, thank you so much for for uh, talking to us this afternoon, Person X. That was amazing. Not a problem. Wow. Someone's texting three three four three. I've had uh, intimate relations with my boss on multiple occasions. Wow. I'm self-employed. Ah, that's good. Well played. Well played. <laughs> Jono, Ben, and Sharon, the Edge. Now, Jono, over the weekend, uh, you you want to confess to doing something? Yeah. No one in the radio show knows about it, so I don't know why you're talking about the radio. I'm quite <laughs> excited to hear what it is. I'm not proud of it. I have built up a story <laughs> yeah. in my mind, yeah. and I want to see if it matches. Yeah. So don't let me down. Okay, so yesterday. Poppy, my youngest, she's been wanting this baby doll, baby lully or something, something along those. She's been talking about it for weeks, so, you know, we had a bit of a program for her to save up. And mm-hmm. right. you know, yesterday was the day that I was going to go to the warehouse and, and get baby lully. baby lully. I, don't, I can't remember if it's called baby lully. <laughs> I'm just calling it for the sake of the story. Was it lily? Might be baby lily. I don't know. It's baby something. Some baby. Okay, so, yeah. So I go down to the warehouse, right, pick up the baby, pay for the baby. Right. Okay. Get back to our house. I'm like, look at me, what a hero. <laughs> Holding the baby up like bloody Simba on the Lion King. And yeah. I love how you're buying presents on Father's Day as well for <laughs> yeah. other people. What a guy, what a dad. Yeah, what you're a dad. So dad good. of the year so far. Okay, so I'm holding it up and I get it down and she's like, can you put the batteries in? Of course it's got, ba- everything's yeah, got batteries now. Mm-hmm. Bane of your life. Like, yeah, okay, I'll go downstairs, I'll get the screwdriver. I'll do the batteries, open up the thing. It takes C-sized batteries. Oh, no one has those. No, they're not your double A's. They're not your big D's. You're not your triple A's. They're they're your in-betweeners. No one has got C's stowed away. So I was like, okay, I'll go down to the dairy, pick up some C's. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I get some C's. The C goes to get some C's. I put the C's in. Okay, okay, the other doll, surely baby Lully's going to spring to life and do backflips or whatever the hell this baby's meant to do. Is this so what they mean by C-section so with babies or is it something different? <laughs> Trust me, quite different. Okay, okay, just making sure. So you put your C in. But, yep, it's laying there lifeless. I kick it. Oh, just to try and, just just try and it. knock it into life. Nothing's happening. What's it meant to do? Tip, all sorts of stuff, mate. It's meant to crawl, meant to beg for food, meant to cry in the middle of the night. Wow. So you kick meant the to baby. pee itself, you name it, it's meant to do wow. it. It's doing nothing. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to go back down to the warehouse. Are you sure you didn't put the C in backwards? No, but I'll yeah, triple got, check the battery. He's okay. got the plus Come. and the minus around the right way. So I went marching down back to the warehouse. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I've now I'm standing in line behind the customer service. There's some guy in front of me prattling on about a dehumidifier that's not working. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. I march in there with the ripped open box <gasps> and, the, and the baby. Jonathan. I march into there and I was like, oh, I've still got the screwdriver in my pocket. So you know what I do? I go to the stationary section. I get some scissors. I open up the scissors. I go to the toy section. <gasps> You've lost the plot. I, I then sit on the what ground. What are you doing? I sit on the ground like a madman. I cut open a new baby lully. I, ta- I use my screwdriver. I take the batteries out of the old baby lully. Put them in the new baby lully. She works a treat. She's peeing. She's burping. <laughs> and I march out of there, out the entry door. You saw oh, straight out. Walk straight out. You didn't tell anyone. You didn't doing. tell anyone. Why did you do this? So you stole a doll. 
But I've paid for this is my wow. question. I've got away with it because I haven't done anything wrong. I haven't taken the scissors so out of the store. So you left the other doll no, back in. The doll now, left. So now some other poor little girl's going to get this manged up toy that oh, you've well, taken. Someone will know the box is all mangled and I, I, someone will clean that oh, up. Oh, that's bad, Joe. Why is that bad? Because you've done nothing wrong legally. But why couldn't you just have waited? <laughs> to talk to no? someone a customer. Why couldn't service? you just have waited? You've ruined a package. Oh, I was just I, I was in one of those moods. You know what I'm like. I wasn't in the mood for admin. <laughs> you're in the, waiting you're around. in the mood for theft. I'm not. So there we go. I've got away with it. Jono, this is, is so bad. bad. Okay, so. let's find out. Let's be Jono's moral compass right now. Is it bad or is it okay what Jono I see did? your point that you have... But I've done nothing wrong. Done but the you same should thing. have waited. Yes. There's a protocol for these sorts of things. Oh, but I'd gone out. I'd done the day. No, you know? yeah, you imagine if someone had seen that. You could have been arrested. Well, could I have been 0800 The Edge? Let's find out what Sarah <laughs> thinks. She's on 0800 The Edge right now. Sarah, what are your thoughts? On with the, the Jono thing? Yeah. yeah. The Jono incident? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the incident of the Jono? The scandal? I have to be honest, I actually didn't see Jono, but I actually saw Ben the other day in Peaches and Cream in the adult store. Okay. Stuff on his account. This is not about Michael, me right now. Turn his mic off, Carl. Turn his mic off. This is not turn about his go- Okay, Sarah, what did you see? <laughs> What? Sarah, right Sarah, tell us what did you see, John? What did you see Ben doing in Peaches and Cream? The toy baby. The toy baby. I don't want to throw him in it. I just, just, I just will tell you that I saw him. That you told me Peaches and Cream was a bakery, Ben. Oh my gosh. Okay. They do lovely. Did he, was he making a purchase? Yeah, absolutely. What sort yeah. of purchase was it? What did he get? Well, I needed batteries for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> and they took C batteries as well. I love and they're this. a nightmare. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Wow. Okay, Ben, you freaky boo. You're always in there. What did you buy, Ben? Oh, well, okay. Let's not get into that right now. No, I really want to know. What? I, wasn't, I wasn't in the store. This is about Jono. Ben, and Sarah saw you there. The stealing of a baby. I know, but I feel bad going back to the baby thing now. Don't you want to know what It was too far gone. Like, yeah. I'm an innocent man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an innocent man. man. Who just went in there? Part of you as a hardworking customer who went in there, innocent customer, and helped himself to a toy baby. He's getting very, uh, you're getting very defensive over there, Ben. You can't keep your hands still. No, we're too far down this weird peaches and cream track to come back back to your theft. It's gone now. Anyway, a lot of people texting in three, three, four, three. I did the same, except with a pair of shoes. It was a long line at the counter. Couldn't be bothered. Did the same. Oh my god! You're like, you're like an 80 year old man. It's <laughs> one of those things they do. Hey, I have no time for this. <laughs> John Ben and Sharon, the Edge. Now, short on the street is in the middle of a pretty full on storyline at the moment, and uh, on the phone right now we've got one of the stars, right, Shaz? Uh, we got Holly Shuby on the phone with us right now, who plays Zoe on Shortland Street. And Holly, we're going to give you massive props because I think that you maybe have acted out the most difficult Shortland Street scene I've ever seen and I've watched since the show started um, when your character Zoe last week was attacked and raped outside of the bar and then lost her baby as a result of this as well and it was quite a brutal thing was it hard for you when you first read it? Yeah it was super brutal Um, and I was you know when I read it first I was pretty anxious because it's just such a sensitive and raw topic. How do you prepare for something like that? Uh, I don't know I guess like on some level, we kind of all have a feeling of fear and loss and pain. And so it's just about imagining what the what it would be like in that situation. And you've kind of felt those feelings before, but, um, yeah, you just step into your character's shoes and imagine it in that situation. Well, so when do you, like, uh, when do you find out that you've got to do that scene? Are you just, like, flicking through the script going, whoa, 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 whoa? <laughs> no, thankfully, like, our producer sat me down and was like, so it's about to get pretty dark. 
like uh, for Zoe. I was like, okay. And then she kind of went through step by step. And then we got to the attack stuff and I was like, holy hell, that's brutal. So yeah. <laughs> I did have some warning. So it wasn't like, it didn't take me by surprise. They were really sensitive about it. Uh, it looks like uh, by tonight, hopefully, we'll finally have this guy caught. And fingers crossed that Becky's all right, because Becky's one of my faves. <laughs> Becky's great, eh? She's um, Afi, who plays Becky. She she was also, um, she's my roomie. Um, ah. so room. Yeah, she's great. Oh, you're, oh, Sharon's a massive fan. She just was yeah. talked for like seven, eight minutes about the storyline on Shortland Street, and I did. I understood like three percent of it, <laughs> <laughs> but she was going deep. <laughs> do you come across freaky? I'm going to call them Sharons. Yeah, yeah. Do you come across freaky Sharons a lot in your business? Like, have people been coming up and like offering their their condolences and stuff to you? One dude the other day, I was sitting down for lunch, and um, he was like, "Shouldn't you be in the hospital?" Oh. <laughs> See, oh, no. But that's no, you would do that, Sharon. No, you I would wouldn't. Do that. I wouldn't. That is so unfair. Holly, what's the one thing that surprised you since being on Shorten Street? Before you were on the show, Did you like? was there like, oh, this is different oh. when you got there? Or was any any one yeah. thing that stood out? Like, I thought, because I was reading the scripts before I started, and I had all these scenes with Michael Galvin, who plays Chris, and he's kind of been like the legend of shorties. So I'd grown up watching him. And um, I just thought he was going to be way too cool. But... He's the most humble, funny guy you could make. Was it weird to you, kiss you, him? You are contractually obliged to say that about Chris Warner. <laughs> Was it weird to kiss um, Michael Galvin, though? Because I, I feel like I've grown up with Michael Galvin, so if I had to pass him, I feel like it would be like passing my dad a little bit. Isn't it you have to kiss strangers, so it's just weird anyway. Like, yeah, I can not, imagine it is. Like, what's your first on-screen kiss like? Do you practice that off-screen? I did. I practiced with my fiance. I was like, can we just read the scene and practice the kiss so I can kind of just <laughs> make sure technically I'm doing it right. So and your fiance's right. like, you've got me playing Chris Warner, the person you're about to go up and kiss? <laughs> Every day he's playing Chris Warner. At home. <laughs> That's crazy. Because I also wonder, you know, because I've heard Jennifer Lawrence talk about it before when she does a kissing scene that she always gets bottom lip and she doesn't like to do tongue. She likes to pretend, but then some actors like doing tongue. And so she always Ooh. has that pre-conversation with her co-star. Is that something you have with Michael Galvin? Because I've noticed when Michael Galvin does love, love scenes, he, this doesn't, is a weird question, he doesn't open his mouth very much, whereas some of the other actors do open their mouth. Yeah, like, I, I, naturally, I just opened my mouth. But I was worried. I was like, if you, you know, getting in, like, what if your tongue accidentally pops out? Yeah, I mean, so, you'd have to really restrain yourself from even, like, your tongue, you'd be fighting to keep it in your throat. I reckon if my co-star was hot and I could, and that's the only way you get to kiss anyone else, I'd definitely be like, oh, sorry, I thought you were a tongue guy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just like an actor's um, a role that you assume no tongue. Hey, Holly, thank you so much for uh, for coming on. Congratulations on all your uh, your fine thespian work on Shortland Street. You're doing a great job. Oh, thanks, guys. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.